This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yo, what's up and welcome inside the... SI Fantasy, excuse me, the SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, Frankie Fatstacks, and my guy, Ben Heisler. So basically today, fellas, what I want to do for a couple minutes, we don't have no Thursday night football tonight, but I did place three wagers, three NFL wagers this morning. I want to get your opinion on these three wagers, let you know if I'll be donating to the book or if I will be, as Dr. Roto says, your rich friend, even though I didn't put that money on these games, that much money on these games to become your rich friend. But I just want to get your opinion on them. <clears throat> and I want to start with what I think is an interesting contest in the AFC North between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Frankie, I took Cleveland plus three. The number has already moved to plus three and a half, so I don't feel great about it. It's a tough sell right now because, like you said, Corey, it is early. Um, and you do see the line movement here. This game did open a little bit higher out here in Vegas last week on the opening lines. But right now, it's it's just a tough sell because a lot of people are concerned. How bad is the rib injury right now suffered by Baker Mayfield last week? Is he going to be forced to play with a jacket? Is it going to affect his ability? And in addition, as we saw earlier today, uh, unfortunately, Obdell Beckham Jr. was sent home uh, due to an illness. It's unknown still at this time if it's due to coronavirus, but if it is coronavirus and he's forced out, that could also limit a team that right now is already down Nick Chubb. They did have a great win last week that the Vegas Shops were all over at home taking down the Indianapolis Colts, but this is a completely different uh, game. And as you referenced, it is a divisional game. And we know that the Steelers and Browns, when they do face off, it's a completely different animal. And right now I'm not so sure because there's so many unknowns and I really don't have any strong plays right now from the Vegas Whispers shops to really indicate, Corey, if you're on the right side or not. All right. What do you think, uh, Ben? Frankie doesn't Ooh. like it. <laughs> Frank, I don't think you like, like it either. Well, I, I mean, I, I would say from the perspective of, of Pittsburgh, um, I mean, that's the side that I'm going to be on only because you know, the Steelers are kind of Baker Mayfield's daddy, right? Like the Steelers have just been all over Cleveland, especially at home the last several years. Um, I'm trying to remember. It might have been from uh, from one of our SI insiders that discussed the fact that this is sort of that revenge game. Uh, for the Miles Garrett, uh, Mason Rudolph situation from a year ago, but really it's only the Browns that are talking about it. And 
And the fact of the matter is, is that you know, the Steelers right now look really good. Ben Roethlisberger has been very efficient. He hasn't turned the ball over. Uh, and, and Cleveland has gotten exposed a bit in their secondary. Their pass rush is really, really good. But the Steelers' offensive line has been fairly, fairly solid as of late. Just from a matchup perspective, and especially worrying about whether or not Cleveland's going to have to deal with any sort of injury concerns, to me, it just makes most sense uh, to go ahead and be on Pittsburgh at this spot. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not necessarily a, a fan of what uh, we should expect from Cleveland this week. I'll probably be on the Steelers' side. I know that that hook kind of makes things a little bit more difficult, but uh, I, I think they can certainly cover it here. All right, the next game I bet this morning was the Chicago Bears and the Carolina Panthers, Frankie. I took the Bears plus one and a half. The Bears are now plus one. I got a feeling the Bears might be the favorite by the time this game go off. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously, as we often discuss here as SI gambling is, you know, after my time, you know, behind the desk uh, in the back rooms of, uh, you know, a Vegas sports book for several years, it looks like, you know, everything, especially with the NFL, a lot of the lines deal with optics and what have you done for me lately? And we know that the Bears, another target of the Vegas Whispers Sharps last Thursday night when they took down Tom Brady as underdogs at home, which, you know, lined a lot of our park pockets here for all SI Gambler, Vegas Whispers, and SI Pro members, as well as everyone that listens in here at the SI Gambling Podcast. You know, that that was a strong play. And I think that you might be right, Corey, because we do know that this game originally opened here in Vegas with Carolina as a three-point home favorite. But there's been a lot of support driving this line down where we currently see it at only laying right now one and a half points for Carolina over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And I think that you are obviously on the side, where Corey, where that you may be correct in your assumption that the Bears could go off very well possibly as a pick or even closer to maybe even a favorite, a small favorite, as you alluded to. All right, what do you think? I got your boys, MVP Mitch. They took MVP Mitch out of there, and now I'm a Bears fan, uh, uh, Ben. I know. They replaced MVP Mitch with BDN, and look what the results have been so <laughs> <Relax>. far. <laughs> uh, I know. I, I think you're on the right side. I think you're on the sharp side for this game. Obviously, the movement has been in favor uh, in the opposite direction. So, unfortunately for anybody that wanted to take the Bears plus even more points, I think your time is now gone. But uh, I'm kind of looking at this game in a couple different ways. I, I do think the Bears, as, as underdogs, probably the right side here, even on the road against uh, Carolina. But a couple other plays that I consider for this game. I, I like the over. Right now you can get it at 44.5 over on DraftKings Sportsbook. I think the Bears are going to move the ball against Carolina, especially David Montgomery. You know, that, that's sort of what your target is. And fantasy this week is, is find whoever the Panthers are playing and play the starting running back. And, and Montgomery, I know that, you know, from a, a yards per carry total, he's looked really bad the last couple of weeks, but he's done it against teams like the Colts and the Bucks that have been, you know, top three at stopping the run this year. And now you get Carolina, who's been atrocious. And Montgomery, the first three weeks of the season, was actually a pretty solid play. And now they're using him more in the passing game. So I, I do think they're going to get their run game going. I think Nick Foles, especially after a couple extra days, is going to be able to move the ball in the Carolina secondary. Uh, and I think the Panthers' offense is legit. Like, the Bears have a very good defense. But you know, Tampa Bay was dealing with all sorts of injuries last week. Mike Evans clearly not at 100%. Uh, I do think guys like Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore could still be a play and Mike Davis has a revenge game. So I think the over 44 and a half 
was another play to go. And, and then I also think you could consider the Bears, if you can get them right now at plus one and a half, uh, and maybe a team like Tampa Bay, who's at home against Green Bay. I feel like those two teams are ideal teaser spots that you can move that line up to on a, on a six-point teaser from plus one and a half to plus seven and a half. I, I think Tampa Bay is going to make this game a little bit closer than people anticipate against Green Bay. And conversely, even if you think the Bears are going to win, you can buy yourself a little bit more of an opportunity, a little bit more wiggle room to be able to move this line uh, in a favorable direction to plus seven and a half. I, and the final one, Frankie, that I bet this morning, Houston Texans, Tennessee Titans. Titans are a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. I am all underdogs. I took the Texans plus the three-and-a-half. Corey, if there's one thing before we even get into your game, if you're telling me you only have three games that you bet, you need to make sure you add the fourth. You're forgetting the auto fade. The auto fade <laughs> must be played every week. Take, Make sure you jump on this now because I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't win this game by 20 or more. Lay the points, lay the wood with the Miami Dolphins. Now. Talking about I, your, I, your I, I, I was going to get to that one too, but you know, you know, <laughs> I was going to wait for Sunday morning to get to that one. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, listen, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, listen. There's a lot of people out there that they continue to show unjust love right now for Adam Gase at the betting windows. So no you doubt. may be, so you may be right because everyone's saying the Jets are 0 and 5 ATS. So. You know what? They got to win a game sooner or later against the number. Adam Gase has got to do soon, something. So you may be right. You may be. You may actually get a better number because maybe this line will be driven down in reverse, um, and we'll actually see reverse steam where this number actually maybe even will continue to come down, and maybe we'll get an even better number on the Dolphins. I don't care what the number is. I just want. I I actually made sure I got in. I got on in this number at eight um, when it opened. We currently see it over at DraftKings Sportsbook. I think uh, at nine and a half. So we know that it has gone up. I worry that that number could go to double digits, but hopefully there'll be more love for the New York Jets like there always is. But talking about your Houston Texans, I actually believe that you are 100% on the right side once again, Corey. I have, For myself, I, once again, I still don't have any legitimate uh, Vegas Whispers shop information here from no any doubt. of my outlets. Still but, early for that. Yep, but for me, I think that you are on the right side. This looks like a complete letdown spot for the Tennessee Titans. Once again, all about optics. This line opened with Tennessee laying five uh, last week in Las Vegas. And then we know that everyone saw the beatdown that the Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill put on the previously undefeated Buffalo Bills on Tuesday night football as we retreated to that game due to COVID reasons on a Tuesday night, but I think you're on the complete right side, Corey. I think that the Texans do look live here. They showed great signs of life playing in their first game without Bill O'Brien roaming the sidelines and calling the shots. Roaming. Yeah. <laughs> roaming the sidelines. Well, I, you know, for I, know a I, I feel you. That's what he does. He roams the sidelines looking like a fool. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> that's really all he does. I mean, you know, for lack of a better term, he looks like he cuts up a rug. I don't know what he does. He just walks up and down pacing, but you know, it's, it's, un, you know, a little bit different than Adam Gase who looks like he's, you know, got knocked over the head in like a cartoon where you see all the, the things flying around them. Like, you know, like Tom and Jerry or something like that. It's a little bit different, but they both look clueless on the sideline. But I think that you're right. I think Deshaun Watson looked like a completely different quarterback. 
last week, I think that offense, but mostly the biggest thing that I took away from last week was that defense came to play. J.J. Watt and the boys really came on that side of the ball, and I think that could come into t- into play here because if J.J. Watt and the and the Texans bring that kind of intensity once again, they could shut down Derrick Henry to the point where the Buffalo Bills look like they were mostly arm tackling all night and letting guys run free in the secondary. If the Texans play like they did last week, I think you're right. I think the Houston Texans are not only live with the points, I think they're a live dog on the money line. I feel much better about that, about that, about that, uh, Ben. And you know what I'm saying? I feel much better about myself, Ben, now that I've gotten two of my three Go ahead and make it, you know, go ahead and, 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 and give me your blessings too, please. You you got my blessing. On yes. Houston. I, I feel good, especially <laughs> considering the line of DK Sportsbook right now. You can still get that hook uh, at plus three and a half. I, I, I mean, I'll give Tennessee a bunch of credit for going um, and, and finding some way to be able to just completely shut down Buffalo, uh, who I think at that point had either been three and one uh, against the spread and, and Tennessee hadn't won a game against the spread in the early part of the season. They came in, uh, I believe at zero and three against the spread. So they looked really impressive. And I think the public is going to react favorably to that. And so it's a good opportunity to get on the other side where Houston is starting to gain a little bit more confidence. And you're right, Frankie, I, I think the letdown spot very much exists. I think Deshaun Watson has the ability to keep this game close. You saw a terrific connection that he had with Brandon Cooks last week after he put up a goose egg the week before. So there are some weapons around Deshaun Watson. It's just a matter of whether or not Houston's defense will be able to slow down Derrick Henry, whether any of them are going to be worried about trying to get up close to him so they don't become the next guy that gets completely just flatlined uh, with a stiff arm the way that Josh Norman did uh, on Monday, uh, excuse me, on Tuesday night. Uh, but I think the fact that you can get him right now at the hook is certainly favorable. Uh, it's just Houston's defense is still pretty bad. And whether or not Tennessee still incorporates play action and runs all over them will be the deciding factor here. But I, I don't mind the Houston play at all. All right. Oh, good, good, good. I feel much better about myself right now. We didn't start too good with the Cleveland Browns. Would you put that Browns um, in a teaser, in a six-point teaser, any one of you? Or uh, just fade the Browns altogether. Yeah, whenever the Browns are playing the Steelers, especially on the road, it, it feels like a stay away for me, especially with multiple guys dealing with injuries. I'm probably staying away from Cleveland this week. Corey, it's, it's, it's not that I'm that much against your side or your play, but the thing is, like I said, I want to see more of the Friday uh, injury, injury report. report. Yeah. I want to see where Baker Mayfield stands. Is he still limited in practice? And in addition, if OBJ winds up being testing oh, positive for COVID, for me, that makes it a complete fade or a stay away. I don't know. I mean, I actually believe that that's, that's going to make it even more difficult. We already know they're down one playmaker in Nick Chubb. I mean, listen, we all know they have Kareem Hunt, and he's a viable backup, and he's probably a starter on 31 other teams outside of the Cleveland Browns right now. That kid is just an absolute stud at the running back position. But, you know, if I'm going to be having a limited Baker Mayfield or a Baker Mayfield that maybe might even be forced to miss if the rib injury is that bad, or if he's all, or if the team is also down Beckham, because I'll be honest, this Cleveland Browns team has had a resurgence and had a resurgence on the offensive side of the ball because OBJ looks like the old OBJ. If if Beckham is not able to get on the field, this could make this completely uh, different game, and the Cleveland Browns offense could have a completely different complexion come Sunday. And we know right now. Ben Roethlisberger, as as uh, Ben Heisler was referring to and alluding to earlier, this could be a complete revenge game for the Miles Garrett incident. All right, so here we go. 
We're going to some Major League Baseball. Then I got a people's parlay for tonight, right? So Major League Baseball, we got the Dodgers and the Braves. Vegas Whisperers got down yesterday on the Braves. I mean, on excuse me, on the Dodgers plus two hundred to win the series. Down 0-2, right? That's correct, right? I saw that correctly. Yes, that's right. All right. So now tonight we got my Atlanta Braves versus your Los Angeles Dodgers, Frankie. We're gonna call them your Dodgers because I know you're betting on them. I know you like them to win the whole thing this year. So the Ben, the Dodgers are minus 220 tonight. They're a heavy favorite. Atlanta's plus 188. The total is sitting at nine. The total, the under, is what I like in this game. I don't blame you, considering that the Dodgers' bats had sort of that breakout moment last night, and now maybe it's a good opportunity after a huge over hits the previous game to get back on the under. Maybe there's a little bit of an overreaction to the night before. It's so much of it comes down to Clayton Kershaw, right? Like this is the conversation that we have year after year after year. Is is Clayton Kershaw going to be ready? Is he going to come through in the postseason? Um, And if he's not able to, like at what point will Dave Roberts take him out, knowing that the Dodgers need this game to be able to to tie the series up? I think the under is in play. I think you're going to see a better pitching matchup from from both sides here. And, And I'm probably on board with you. I'll take the under. You know what? I'll be honest with you. Frankie, I kind of want to just like really go for it and take the Braves and the under. Uh, it's it's a tough sell, but you but you could be right. I mean, what are we going to get from Clayton Kershaw? We know that Kershaw has the back spasms. We know that he was scratching his previous uh, start, you know. But this Dodger team, and when you refer to them as my Dodgers, that's fine because you want to know who they are to me. They're the Brooklyn Dodgers. I'm a Brooklyn Ooh, kid. I was, there you go. I was born and raised there. So I, I, I'll take I'll take the Dodgers. I'll adopt them right now, even since the the Yankees and the Mets ain't there right now. But you know, being a Brooklyn kid, I'll still I still have you know, and I have a bees hat. You know, I can wear that that blue bee. It's not a problem. You know, they still make them yeah, right the Jackie, now. So the Jackie Robinson hat. Yeah, that's right. So I have no problem. I have one of those, and I sport it quite often. So that that's not a problem with me. I'm always going to be, even though I'm a West Coast guy right now, I'll always be repping my roots back home. But I'll be, you know, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I think that the Dodgers, you know, they show tremendous uh, – their, their backs look like they're really waking up right now. And and that, that was an absolute beatdown last night. And we know that the Braves are going to be rolling out a real unknown uh, – a pitcher that's only had, I believe, three starts for them in his career. Um so it's it's going to be a little bit of an unknown, but like I said, how many pitches do the Dodgers get out of Kershaw with that back issue tonight? If he's able to get stay on the hump and really really do anything, and you know if he's going to be on the bump and he's going to have no problem, guys, you know, and and he's going to be able to you know go seven innings and be the Kershaw that we've we've actually seen throughout this season and has been pitching stellar and even had a good outing in the playoffs in the previous series. For me, guys, I I think that this might be another easy win for the Dodgers. And I think this series will quickly be tied at two. And that's why we, you know, once again, see that the Vegas Whisper Sharps, they, ju- you know, they don't always play the games for what they're looking for, but they play off, they play off of numbers and they look for expected value. And here's a perfect example. They got down on the Dodgers plus $2 yesterday to win the series we now wake up this morning and it's already up in some spots here in vegas laying a dollar 35 it's up to now if the dodgers are to win tonight 
this number will completely invert and the Dodgers will become a more than two to one, probably almost 260 or even 270 range because they are such a public team, just like the Yankees and the Lakers. I would not be surprised if you did not see that giving a tremendous lock in profit opportunity for all SI pro members, because then you can come back and bet the Atlanta Braves at probably plus 210, 220, 230, and have both teams at at over or near close to two to one odds, you know, in your favor. And if you can get both of those plays right now, once again, it shows how the Vegas Whispers shops are always ahead of the lines because they look for expected value and they play numbers. But if the Dodgers do win tonight, I actually believe that they will. If Kershaw is able, it's a big if, but I can't fault you, Corey. I know that the Braves are your team. For me, I can't be recommending it because I would never yeah. want to be putting money against it because I already, obviously, I'm heavily invested on the Dodgers right now to tie this series and hopefully give us that lock-in added value that we can possibly get there. Or even, you know, for me, I actually might even let it ride because I think the Dodgers might have all the momentum. But there might be a lot of people out there that want to lock in that money. And that's guaranteed profit if you want it, if the Dodgers are able to win game four. But we'll see what happens. It's an interesting game. I can't fault you for wanting to back your boys tonight because that is an awfully attractive number if Kershaw isn't able to go many innings in this game tonight. All right, so, so I'm, I'm like I said, the, the Braves is my personal thing. The People's Parlay, though. So tonight we have Georgia State versus Arkansas State. The total was 74 and a half. It's in a free fall right now. It's down to 72 and a half. I'm taking under 72 and a half in the college football game, and I'm taking under nine in the baseball game. Um, between the Dodgers and the Braves, Ben. That's the people's parlay. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, when you when we text later on tonight or in the morning, you'll be like, hey, congratulations, man. I want to salute you, man. If you come through, you'll get that first text from me because I'll probably be up because I, I don't sleep anymore. All right, very good. You, Frankie, how you feel about the people's parlay tonight? You riding I, with me? I'm a little bit concerned about your underplay. Um, these games, okay. often, they often look like they can easily go under. Um, so I'm not so sure for me. I mean, it does look right. You are, you are hundred percent right. Um, but we did see that this number, um, here at, in, in Vegas actually came down to 70 and then went back up to 73 and now it's coming back down to 72, 71 and a half. So it's bounced around a little bit too much for my liking. If I had to make a play on the game, I would actually lean towards Arkansas State laying the three. I would stay away if the line at your specific book actually is demanding that you have to lay the hook. But if you can get three on the game, I believe that that is the sharper play and a play that I would actually lean towards as opposed to a total that seems like it's gotten love to both sides. It's yeah, bounced around. It's it bounced around. Total has bounced around. Yeah, they yeah. bounced around a little too much for my liking. So I'm not so sure if there's anything that you can really take out of that in terms of line movements. I mean, if, if you have been playing line movements since the COVID-19 return of all Tough. sports, you would be get you would be absolutely being des- destroyed. You're probably you're probably <laughs> as they say in the poker world, you'd be in the Hold'em hospital because right. you, you 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 wouldn't have very many fe- very much funds left to keep firing bullets on because the bullets in the chamber would probably be you know the cup would be bare. Right now, so I, I actually believe that that's a tougher play for me, Corey. If I was going to be including that in the people's parlay, I would actually be looking to the small home favorite as opposed to touch stepping out on the total. All right, there you go, right there. I want to give a big shout out to everybody that's been downloading, listening. Definitely appreciate your time. Once again, SI Fantasy Pro is where the Vegas Whisperers content is at. 
you get it delivered right into that community and you get the inbox in front of you see frankie and my guy casey olsen they got you covered we got you covered all weekend so get ready to rock and roll Corey parson the fantasy executive for ben and frankie we are out